Roundhouse Radio, in collaboration with the wireless theatre company, bring you A Very Grim Christmas. The Fearless Youth, by Gareth Parker, based on the story by the Brothers Grimm. Send her in. Dorothea of Castleburg. Yes, your highness. Good day to you. Thank you for coming. Here, take the seat by the fire. Your seat? Oh, I couldn't possibly. We insist. Thank you. If I may offer you my condolences, your majesty. Most kind of you. <coughs> Here. It must have been at least several days' ride. Apologies for any discomfort. Thank you, your majesty. However, if I may... Of course. I was told you have frantically sent messengers all across Castleburg and beyond to find me. But... You're at a loss as to why we sent for you? Yes. Grief makes you realise much more than you think. Dorothy of Castleburg, it is to you this kingdom and us personally owes a great debt. Me? Do you remember what happened when you first approached the kingdom of Steintern all those years ago? Yes. I met a young man. Cold, hungry, exhausted. His name, now what was it? What a burden you are. Father, I would gladly have learnt. Please listen to me. I'm quite guiltless. If only I could learn how to shoot her. If only I could learn how to shoot her. What's on board? I'm quite guiltless. The evil one must have put them into your head. Now from here. Hess now. Well, does this road not head there? I do not hail from this kingdom. Oh, where do you come from then? I do not know. You do not know? Who is your father? I may not say. Well, who are you? Augustus. Augustus. I am Dorothea of Castleburg. Pleased to meet you. Safe journey. What are you muttering about? That I would give worlds to shudder. You wish to learn to what? Shudder. I hear people talking all the time about the way when they're led through some ghostly place, it makes their flesh creep. The places cause them fear. They're always saying it makes one shudder, but nothing scares me. Come on, climb on. <clears throat> Do you have any money? Yes. Then I will take you to the tavern where I am staying for the next two nights. Thank you. Augustus. That was it. Augustus. Later, Augustus of Steintern. Later still, he became Augustus, prince consort to Queen Louisa. Your husband? Whom we all now mourn. <laughs> <laughs> 
are you an ale, my lady? Dorothea, what's ale? Ah, there's a woman in. Quite. Are you busy today? They've all been to the hanging. Need to buy a drink to calm their nerves after. Well then, what'll it be? Two rooms, please. One for myself and one for this young man. Dear lady, you can stay with me if you like. You have money, I take it. Is 50 thalers enough? 50? I'd be looking to make one thaler in a month. Where did you get all that money from? I'm sworn to not tell. Perhaps he stole it. I'm no thief. He might be a little strange, evasive, certainly. However, I can tell that his heart is honest. One thaler will buy you a month's lodgings here. Thank you very much. Just take a seat. Elder, ready the big room. Oh, thank you. Two nights for me, please. Two shekels then. Elder, ready the small room. He's an odd one, that boy. Yes. Troubled too. But troubled by the strangest things. Like what? All he wants to do is to learn to shudder. To shudder? He said he would give anything for it. Anything, you say? Indeed. What about 50 thalers? What? Excuse me, young man. How are you? Well enough, thank you. This lovely young woman was just telling us about how you yearn to shudder. Is that right? Oh, yes. I'd give anything to learn. Then I may have just the thing for you. I will wager you all your remaining tailors that by tomorrow you will have experienced fear. Really? Leave him alone. Landlord, you're my witness. And you could afford to pay out the same? Naturally. Tell me how, please. You're exploiting him. There's this tree where men have been hanged. Sit under it and wait till nightfall. The corpses will come alive, cursed by the evil of this land. There, you learn to shudder. Augustus, don't you listen to him. I accept your wager. Now, young man, you think about this. If that's all I have to do, then it's easily done. Augustus, he is taking advantage of you. But I do not care. If I learn to shudder, then you can gladly have my thalers. Come back to me tomorrow morning, early. I will. Good night, Dorothea. See you tomorrow. You're despicable. Why? I just made his day. And tomorrow, he makes mine. <laughs> he went to the tree of the undead corpses. Did you not know about this? Please, tell me what happened next. I waited at the tavern, anxious. Yet even I was unprepared for the story that he was to tell. The night fell, and wind blew the corpses one against the other, tossing them to and fro in the darkness. The curse placed upon them, awaiting the curse of Moloch. It got so cold, he lit himself a fire and looked upon the bodies, feeling pity for them. Because he had a tender heart, he put up a ladder which he climbed cutting down one body after the other. If it's perishing down here by the fire, 
How you poor things up there must be shaking and shivering. Then he stirred the fire, blew it up, and placed them all around in a circle. But they sat there, unable to move, and the fire caught their clothes. Oh, take care, or I'll have to hang you up again! The corpses let their rags go on burning, so he hung them up again. Sorry, I don't mean to burn with you. With the body still burning, he sat down at his fire and fell asleep. I remember that some said on that night they could hear on the wind the cursed corpses crying out in pain like never before. He's back! Are you all right? Aha! Now you know what it is to shudder. My money, please? No. How should I? What? Those strange fellows never moved once. And were so stupid they let their few old tatters burn. Never once did you shudder. <laughs> I think someone had better pay up! Never. That was the deal. Fair and square. I was witness. I have never, never met such a person in my life before. I didn't shudder. Well then, I think a pint of ale to celebrate your winnings is called for. I've never tried ale. Oh, you'll love it. On the house. <coughs> and again. <coughs> I quite like it. I never met a man who didn't. How much is another pint? A thaler? Good Lord, no. Not a thaler buys you all the ale you want till midnight here. Done! Elgar, ready the big barrel! Soon, Augustus was the talk of the tavern and beyond. Some started to call him the fearless youth. The fearless youth, a boy with no past, sworn to never speak of where he was from. That's not true. He did. Just the once. Another? He's had too much already. Nonsense. Do the lad some good. Good? Me? Good? No. No, I'm not. I did something bad. Terrible. And what was that? I can't tell you. Is that what's been troubling you? Listen, if there's one thing the young lady here will attest to, it's that the one person you can rely on for discretion is your tavern keeper. Am I right? Well... A place like this, tongues get loose, see? I hear all sorts, but my mouth stays shut. Unburden yourself. Here, another ale. It seems that Augustus was from a small family. Just his father and an elder brother. He told me he also had a younger sister who had disappeared. His mother died from the madness of a broken heart. Blaming herself, telling all that she had been tricked by the demons of this land. His father was a successful miller. While his brother was considered clever and bright, Augustus, well, those in his village seemed to have a different opinion. What a burden he is! 
Every day he was made to practice on a turning lathe. Yet his skills never met to his brother's approval. Never good enough. Again. You're now growing strong. And you must earn your own bread. I gave him his knife, father. Yet he never uses it for any source of hard work. Oh, all the money I've spent on your education is wasted. Father, brother, I will gladly learn. In fact, if it were possible, I should like to learn to shudder. What do you mean? When I hear you, Jacob, talking of your journey to the church, you say travelling through the graveyard makes you afraid. I fear nothing. You'll soon learn to shudder. But that won't help you make a living. Get inside. What a fool he is, Father. There is no place for him here. Think. He asked to be taught to shudder. If that's all he wants, I can teach him that. Hey, that'll be a good discipline for him. When will it be? Soon. Leave it to me. And so, the brother took Augustus to the church. His duty was to toll the bell. After a few days, he woke him at midnight. Now, my brother, I'll teach you to shudder. It seems his brother stole forth secretly in front. And when Augustus was up above and had turned round to grasp the bell rope, he saw a dark figure. Who's there? The figure gave no answer and neither stirred nor moved. You have no business here. His brother remained motionless so that Augustus might think that it was a ghost. What do you want here? Speak or I'll knock you down the stairs. He can't have the wits or strength to do that. What a fool he is. The figure stood there as though he were made of stone. Tell me who you are, Rog! Augustus made a dash at the spectre and knocked it down the stairs. He told the bell as asked, went home to bed without saying a word. His father waited a long time for his elder son. At last, he woke Augustus. Don't you know where your brother is? He went up to the tower ahead of you. No, but someone stood on the stairs up there just opposite the trap door in the belfry. And because he wouldn't answer me, I took him for a rogue and knocked him down. What? If it was Jacob, I should be much distressed. The father ran and found the brother who was lying, groaning in a corner, his bones broken. Jacob! Father, my brother is mad! He has become as insane as mother was! Throw that the good-for-nothing wretch out of our house! What unholy pranks are these? The evil one must have put them into your head. Father, please listen. He stood there in the night like one who went harm. I didn't know who it was and warned him three times to speak or be gone. Get out of my sight. I won't have anything more to do with you. But, Father, please. Here are 50 thalers for you. Tell no one where you come from or who your father is. I am ashamed of you. When day broke, the youth put the 50 thalers into his pocket set out on the hard road, disowned, alone, burdened.
all because I couldn't shudder. Listen, it's not your fault. What happened was nothing more than an accident. Midnight. But the bell only chimed once. One night of the seventh birthday of Princess Louisa. Well, that's good, isn't it? Shh! I've heard whispers around the village. You would have done. Stein Turn is a kingdom facing tragedy. Why? Shh! Moloch. Moloch? Who's Moloch? Shh! Keep it down! Who's Moloch? He is a demon. Evil incarnate. It is said that he can see into your soul and that he can make evil take the form of the ones that you most love. That amongst other things, he is the stealer of our children, the one that has cursed our lives, our lands, even the corpses of our dead. Oh, the thought of it just makes one shudder. Not me. So, what does this Moloch want? What his majesty promised him. Which is? See, until about ten years ago, this was a happy kingdom. There was wealth, trade, and times were good. Plenty of gold stored in the dungeon of Hesnau Castle. Then Moloch came, stealing the firstborn daughters of every family. There was despair. The people demanded action from his majesty. So, on the day of the princess's seventh birthday, he called forth Moloch himself. Moloch, we demand you to appear before us. If there's one thing Moloch can't resist, it's a challenge. And he appeared, the very countenance of the devil himself. Which little creature summons Moloch the mighty? His eyes burned. Members of the court shirked in fear, yet his highness stood firm. We do. King Rudolf of Steintern, protector of this land and its people. Protector? Yes, and we demand that you no longer steal our daughters from this land. <laughs> you demand? Your power is nothing compared to that of Moloch the Great. That may be, but we are duty-bound to defend this kingdom, no matter how great the threat... We insist you stop this. Hmm. I will stop, if you pay my price. Go on. Give me residence in the dungeon of this castle to live as flesh and blood from dusk to dawn. Residence? For ten years. Allow me to fill this land with evil during the darkness of the night. Then I shall return to hell taking all that resides in the dungeon currently, all that you treasure. The gold of the kingdom. All that you treasure. If that is what you want, yes. Then for ten years, no more daughters of Steintern will be taken. When the bells of this castle declare the last chime of midnight, in ten years hence, I shall depart, never to return. Thank you. It was a deal forged by the fires of hell itself, but there was more. However, for my 
amusement. Challenges may be sent. But they must not approach the dungeon more than two hours before any given midnight, and may bring three things, all unliving. However, if any man enters the dungeon, he will face fear. Fear that will drive him to madness, if not death. Farewell, sub-creature. Of course. What his highness hadn't known... ...was that while this deal had been struck, the very moment it had been agreed, I had insisted on going to see the kingdom's gold in the dungeon. I was now Moloch's prize, condemned to be taken to hell when I turned seventeen. And yet, you are here. Augustus told me you left the following morning. Dorothea, the room is spinning. One more ale, please. You've had more than enough. I feel wonderful. How long will this last? Not for long. Dorothea. Oh, lovely, kind Dorothea. I will buy you breakfast tomorrow morning. That's kind of you. But I must leave at dawn. Leave? I must return home. But, Dorothea... Will I ever see you again? Augustus of nowhere, you will always be welcome in Castleburg. Now sleep tight. You'll need the rest for your head tomorrow. Why? What will be wrong with it? Sleep well. Fearless youth. Time for you to find your own way. And you never saw him again? No. If I could have stayed, I would have. But with my son, if I hadn't have returned when I did, I wouldn't have had those last few hours. We are sorry. Oh, for forgive me. I remember the sense of dread of what was to come. Moloch stuck to his word. But with my father now ruined by his guilt, it seemed the kingdom faced downfall. And I faced eternal damnation in hell. Go away. Come on, lad, open up! Uh, oh. <clears throat> Ow. Yes? The king urgently requires your presence. I don't feel very well. I'll carry you if I have to. Now, come on! Your Highnesses, King Rudolph and Princess Louisa, presenting Augustus, the fearless youth. Oh. Are you sure this is the one the villagers speak of? Yes, Your Highness. Louisa, please fetch the youth some water. Yes, Father. Augustus, please uh, approach. We imagine you have no idea why you are being brought here. None. Tonight, Moloch the demon will leave Steinturn and... I, I have been told the story, Your Majesty. As we have been told yours. A young man without fear? I have yet to learn to shudder. That is true. Your water. Thank you, my lady. We have sent many men to the dungeon to challenge Moloch. But few have survived, and those that have... The fear is beyond anything anyone can imagine. They have shuddered, sire? They have been driven to insanity. What did they face down there? No one knows. 
Many have tried to save our beautiful daughter from the evil within these walls, but time is running out, all because of our stupidity. You cannot blame yourself, Father. Augustus, we wish to ask you to challenge Moloch. Me, sire? The risks are great. Will you accept? My fearlessness has only brought misery. Please, we ask you, beg you. I have yet to learn to shudder, but fear beyond imagining? This is our last chance to save our only child. What if I learn what shuddering is now? Please. I will accept the challenge, sire. Thank you, Augustus. Tell us, what do you require? Moloch allows you to take three things, none of them living. There's little I can ask for as my skills are slight. Uh, just a turning lathe, and to carry my knife, and the means to make a fire. Once I have those, I will enter the dungeon. He had asked for no reward, no treasures or gold, nor my hand in marriage like others had demanded. He set forth simply to help save me. At that moment, I saw how pure his heart was. When night drew on, that brave youth entered the dungeon. His presence hadn't gone unnoticed. Ah, one last challenger. The king must be desperate to send such a youngling. This will be such a waste of an unlived life. I can only try. <laughs> you are welcome, Augustus. How do you know me? I know you better than you think. He lit a bright fire and waited and waited. Then why do you scream? Come and sit at the fire and warm up. As they spoke, two huge cats sprang fiercely forward. Moloch had seen into Augustus and given them voices with which to speak, voices that were eerily familiar. Do you not fear us? No, you do not make me shudder. More joined. He was surrounded. All looked at him hungrily, ready to pounce. Why not, if you have the cards? But first, you two, let me see your paws! He seized them by the scruff of their necks and took out his knife. What long nails you've got! Wait a minute, I must first cut them off! With this cry of pain, out of every corner came forth black cats with fiery chains in swarms. Yet he did not waver. He looked on, seizing his knife. Be off, you rubble rats! With the bravery of a thousand men, he let fly at them. Some of them fled away, and the others he struck dead. He fought for nearly an hour straight. Once they were in retreat, he returned to the fire once more. His victory had been noticed. I congratulate you. Not many have survived this far. I still have yet to learn how to shudder. Indeed. But there is always time to learn. Moloch's words struck a chord. What if tonight is the night I learn to shudder? 
A half-man, molded into another familiar shape, fell before him. Hello? Brother? There's another half wanted down here, that's not enough. The two halves rejoined and a ghoul of a man sat beside him. Find somewhere else to sit! Augustus tried to shove him away. If you wish us to return your seat, then you play our game with us. But should you lose, then we will make you join us. Then more men dropped down, one after the other, each fetching nine skeleton legs and two skulls, putting them up and played nine pins with them. What must I do? Simply use our living skulls to knock down all nine pins. I accept. But your skulls aren't round enough yet. He took a living skull, placed it on his lathe, and turned it till it was round. Its screams filled the dungeon. I hope I can do this right. You just have one chance. Silence fell. Augustus regained his place by the fire. Are we cold? Yes. I am impressed, youth. None have got this far. I would like to reward you for doing so well before I destroy you myself. In the corner of his eye, he noticed four strange figures taking the shapes of those he knew carrying a coffin. Who was this? Why don't you look inside? This... This is my sister. But she looks no different to the day she disappeared. She has been my plaything for such a long time. Yours? Your mother gladly gave her to me. That was you? You took her from us? She is so cold. I said I knew of you. So many, so willing to sacrifice their daughters for my amusement. But I grow tired of them all, eventually. Dearest sister, let me warm you by the fire. No matter what he did, she would not wake. Her limbs did not stir. Please, sister. How touching you're mourning for her. Perhaps you are not ready to face me after all. Perhaps I should just burn her lifeless body away. No! There. Are we warm now? Perhaps Show you yourself! are not ready to face me after all. Show yourself! And Moloch appeared before him. Do you yet fear? No. <laughs> then follow me. He led him through a dark passage where they found an axe lying on top of an anvil. This is the axe of a thousand fears. It has absorbed every terror, every scream, every shudder of all those who have entered this dungeon. Touch it, and you will feel them all. 
No mortal man is able to carry such a burden. And if I can? Then all you must do is drive the axe deeper into the anvil than this! Now do better, if you can. Perhaps I can. Then why do you hesitate? It was then he realized. He worried that this was the moment he would shudder for the first time, to feel fear running through his veins, that he would fail me, condemning me to the same fate as his sister and many more before her. Ah, it's almost time. Now you know fear. Hearing the bells, Augustus knew he had to make a choice. I am to return to hell triumphant. She will be mine! Never! Augustus seized the axe, feeling the power within it, but never once shuddering. He swung the axe with such force at Moloch, he cut through his demonic flesh, pinning him to the wall. He drove blow after blow into Moloch's flesh and blood form, cutting through him. Moloch's eyes turned lifeless. Augustus watched as the demon's body melted away. The axe turned to ash in his hands. I hope I can find a way back. Tired, he found his way out of the dungeon. You have saved our daughter. Tell us, what do you want? You can have anything. Oh, just some rest, please, sire. Come now, let us re reward you with gold or treasures. All I wanted was to learn to shudder. Yet it seems that can never happen. Father, this youth has risked all to save me without want for anything. Yet he cannot go unrewarded. I agree, which is why I offer my hand in marriage. Marriage? You have fought for me with a pure heart, and now I would gladly give you mine. Augustus, the fearless youth, now to be known as Augustus of Steinturn. Do you accept? You are the most beautiful woman I have ever met. I would be honoured. Father? Then we can think of none worthier. You shall marry our daughter. Augustus, <laughs> the fearless youth! With the gold that Moloch had kept from us finally recovered, wealth returned to the kingdom. My father ruled his final days in these lands once more a happy man, and Augustus made a loyal and loving husband, always at my side, bravely fighting the battles that came to test my new rule. Until he... I hope I have been of some consolation. You have, thank you. And you may rest here as long as you wish. Please take supper with us tonight. Most kind, but I would like to return home. My time is short, and it is where I wish to be before... It has been a long day. Dorothea, it has been our honour. Before I go, may I just ask one thing? Of course, anything. Did young Augustus ever learn to shudder? <laughs> My dear husband, you have returned. Good morning, Your Majesty. How went the battle? We repelled their advance, but I worry that they will keep testing the resolve of our Queen. Have no fear, we are in good hands. <laughs> What's funny? I never did learn to shudder. <laughs> you must be <laughs> exhausted. Yes, 
I could do with a bath to warm up. We'll have one prepared for you. And breakfast afterwards. Your Majesty. Never learnt to shudder. Uh, yes, Your Highness. Prepare a bath for the consort to warm him. Oh, very good, Your Highness. Wait. No. Fill the bath with the coldest water you can find from the stream, the one with the gudgeons in it. Your Majesty? As we said. Very well, Your Majesty. Your bath is ready, sire. Thank you. It's just, it's so cold. Why? The Queen ordered it so, sire. But, but, oh, I'm shuddering. Oh, I finally know what shuddering is. Thank you, my dear wife. Thank you. I'm finally shuddering. That was the last time he was here, before. Twilight is upon us. Goodbye, Dorothea. Farewell, your majesty. Goodbye, my fearless youth. The Fearless Youth was recorded live in the Dorfman Hub at the Roundhouse in Camden, London on the 3rd of December 2011 for Roundhouse Radio in collaboration with the Wireless Theatre Company. Written by Gareth Parker and directed by Jack Bowman. Produced by Alexander Mee and Marielle Ranecker-Temple. With Kristen Atherton, Catherine McDonough, Tom Slatter, Trevor Cuthbertson, James Duckworth, Terry German, Dennis Quilligan, Andrew Ward and Tom Swarman. Live vocal sound effects performed by Tom Pikey Esquire Swarman. Music composed and performed by Francesco Quadroropolo. Sound design by Tashari King and recording by Matt Blair and Malcolm Thorpe. Visit roundhouse.org forward slash radio and wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more audio entertainment.